You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. Follow along on social media at Collected Workshops, and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and to learn more. The Collected Podcast is brought to you by the Gebhardt Sleep Group at Baird Financial, delivering personalized financial advice that helps clients reach their long-term goals. Visit gebhardtsleepgroup.com or see our show notes for links and to learn more. Welcome to Season 2, Episode 8 of The Collected Podcast. I'm Jess Biondo. I'm Tia McNelly. And I'm Michaela Hooper. This week on the show, we are interviewing Kelly Stahl. And I ran into her, met her for the first time at church a few weeks ago. And she started telling me part of her story. And when she got done, I said, stop, I need you on the show. She's awesome. (laughs) Her just tangible pictures of God's love showing up in her life. Mm -hmm are so encouraging. Mm -hmm. And as she was talking, it helped me recognize those stories in my life yeah, and point out things that maybe I take for granted that are really pictures of God's love. Yes. Kelly is a theater producer, director, casting director, actor, artist, set designer, writer. I mean, she's like, there's so much to her and you can hear the energy in her voice and we got to experience it in person. Um, and I just love the story that she shares in her interview about realizing that she's an artist as well. Mm -hmm. And so I know some of you will be encouraged by that because, um, we get surprised by the gifts that are inside of us. And I think that's one way that the Lord's like, I'm going to show you something about yourself that you never knew. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that's amazing. Guys, here's our interview with Kelly Stahl. Hey, Kelly, thanks for being here. Hey, thanks for having me. Glad to be here. (laughs) So nice to have you sitting in the room with us. We don't always have that. Oh, that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was a great drive from Uptown. Yeah, (laughs) Wow, it's far. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, So if you're not from around Charlotte, our our, uh, studio's in Mooresville. So that's what? 30, 40 minute drive in traffic? And some change. And yeah, some change. but yeah. it's okay. Yeah. I, right. I got to listen to some of the podcasts. So All that was right. fun. Who'd you and listen to? Which Daniel. Yay. Awesome. Yeah. Daniel Coleman. Mm-hmm. That, was that was a, a good, good one. one. Yeah. Good Very stuff. good. Well, cool. Hey, why don't you just let our listeners get to know you a bit? Sure. Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're from, yeah. what your life is like. Oh, gosh. Yeah. That, thank you so much for having me. I, I, I love being a part of this and talking about creativity. Yes. And, um, and it's a good opportunity even for me to reflect mm. on why I am here, you know? Yeah. So uh, we moved to Charlotte from Crystal Lake, Illinois, uh, about two years ago. And that's about an hour northwest of Chicago. And my life there, I was, uh, at the time of moving, I owned and operated a theater company called Inhabit. Where we that's really cool and that mm-hmm. fun yeah and the name kind of says it all we inhabited unique story and unique mm-hmm. space so we would write a story with the space in mind and with the actor's talent in mind and we drop it inside specific places oh fun so I was doing that yeah. and I was also directing at local community colleges universities equity non equity and that's how I would gather the talent. And so you can imagine just living in a space where I knew these people and we had built a lot 
together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that was what I was doing. It's very different than what I'm doing now. Sure. Mm-hmm. I'm in Charlotte now and holding down the fort with family and um, a lot of other adventures have popped up. But that's my background and that was my passion, um, theater. Awesome. So, that's mm-hmm. beautiful. I'm a theater kid. Oh, in background too. Are so, you really? Yeah, I studied. I studied acting actually. Oh, did you? Um, at first in college, yeah. So it's kind of like invigorating to me to just hear that's you cool. talk about it again. You mm-hmm. know, that's and Michaela too. Yeah, I teach theater out of school in the area and um, gearing up for my spring production with oh, my that- middle school high school students. Oh, what are yeah. you going to do? Um, we're doing Willy Wonka in the Chocolate Factory. Oh, fabulous! Mm-hmm. Maybe so you should come. Fun. I should totally come. Mm-hmm. Would I would awesome. love to come. Thank you for the invitation. <laughs> yeah, <you're welcome>. <laughs> <laughs> and there is a lot of great theater in Charlotte. Yes. I yeah. found, and uh, as soon as I got here, I thought, well, how do I plug into that community? Maybe mm-hmm. uh, it's time for me to act again. You know, because my my degree is my BFA is in acting. Okay, but that's not where the Lord has taken me. You know, mm-hmm. He's led me to direct, write, produce. So when I got here, I thought, well, maybe I'll go back to my roots and I'll act again. Wow, that's great. Right? So there was a uh, big immersive audition through Metrolina, and um, I looked up and went to go sign up, and it was completely booked. It was an all-day audition for multiple theater companies, and it was booked. And it was right around the time where we were getting a hurricane, Mm -hmm. right? And so... Uh, they moved the audition date, so I thought, well, I'll, I'll get on a wait list. So I called, and they said, no, no, we're not going to take any wait list. And, I, and so I scratched my head, and I thought, okay, well, if I can't act, I know. I'll call them back, and I'll, I'll ask if they need another theater company that's new in town mm-hmm. that could sit on the panel, and then I could kind of get to know the talent, right? That's great. And they let me do that. That's so, so awesome. <laughs> wow. Wow. So, so here I am, new in Charlotte, and I had my writing partner in Chicago fly out, and she sat with me, and it was a full day of auditions, sitting with probably seven, nine theater companies, and meeting all the talent that was wow. here. That is that's a massive opportunity. It yeah. was pretty great. Like, yeah. I feel like that's favor. Yeah. That you know? is favor. And it ta- sometimes for me, I don't know about you guys, but it, like until I'm sitting down and talking about it, mm-hmm. I go, oh yeah, that was pretty cool. You know, yeah. I was just like, mm-hmm. how do I beat the system and get to know people quick? Right. Yeah. 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 Totally. <laughs> well, I think we... Like we carry mm. this, like what is it called? The like the ram thing that b- busts doors down. You know? Oh, I know what you're talking about. Uh, What's yeah, it called? Mm-mm. Battering ram. Yeah, yeah. battering ram. It's mm-hmm. it's like that's kind of what we are when we're walking in the spirit. Sometimes you know, mm. it's like in that gentle way, mm-hmm. the doors are just kind of beaten down for us, <laughs> and we can just walk yeah. on in. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, God's very strategic, right? So mm. He's like, well, you're not gonna have to audition you're not even gonna have to like you're mm-hmm. you're I'm gonna take a whole other angle and yeah. I'm gonna just open a door for you that yeah had you not even considered auditioning right things being booked right yeah. and you know I think I, I just think wow like the Holy Spirit gave you that yeah strategy favor. I guess you're right and mm-hmm. you know this thought okay I need to go and I need to Ask again. Yeah. Again. <laughs> right? So this what is, came of it? This is good. Uh, well, I think that I, I, I did 
accumulate or collect. Mm -hmm. That's what I did back home, right? That's what I know is to Mm -hmm. collect talented people. Mm -hmm. And um, I've that was my instinct, mm-hmm. was just to kind of make note of, uh, reach out to those that I thought were really talented, encourage that. And then I asked to be invited to shows, you know, more shows. And of course, meeting all the other theater yes. people was just great and an honor, you know, mm-hmm. to sit there and ask them how. So it it sort of changed even like, you know what, I'm going to come into Charlotte and I'm going to you know, take a step back and start supporting what's here, what's going on, and be curious about what's happening here. Yeah. So that just led to seeing more of these theater company shows and being even invited into some of the rehearsal process. That's great. So you cool. know, to sit in and um, and just go out for a beer, you know, with some Love of it. them and uh, support. And from that, I guess as the story unfolds, yeah, I, I've been able to cast for a film and a commercial. Awesome. And that's just through, that's I don't even know how that all happened, mm-hmm. but yeah. But I had actors to offer some of these uh, people that's that wanted so cool. me to cast. Yeah. I, I could, and was casting part of kind of what you yeah, had I, in mind? You, well, back, back in Illinois, right before I, was, uh, I moved mm-hmm. and our house was on the market, we were filming for a, a local filmmaker, Marty McGinley in Stillwater Pictures. He's he's fabulous. And he did a short film, used our house. I was assistant directing, and I helped cast for a film back home. And um, that film ended up getting into the Aiken Film Fest. How cool. Right after I moved here. So cool. I got to go to the Aiken Film Fest and meet a lot awesome. of actors and talent out there yeah. as well. So, so cool. I guess that's part of the pathway mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's your favorite project you've worked on? Oh, wow. Well, I... Gosh, I'm so... You guys are theater people, so you know when you're in a show, whether you're directing or mm-hmm. you've performed, you fall. I, I tend to fall in love with the cast. Mm-hmm. So there are aspects of every single show that I have, I have a deep affinity for. So the, but I'd have to say that the the last one was was my favorite, and I'd mm-hmm. love to highlight that because yeah. it was so special. Um, and it was a, a, an example of God's provision. Just mm-hmm. meeting my writing partner, Jan- Janelle. Yeah. And um, we had met, but we knew that we were kindreds, and we decided to jump right into a project where we had a space. Again, Inhabit would just take space for free, mm-hmm. and uh, we'd pay our actors from sponsorship. And this space was a art, like a place where you go and drink wine and sip and yeah, paint, yeah. Uh-huh. you know, those places. So there's two studios. So we wrote two plays for two studios happening at the same time. Oh, cool. And there was a hallway, two doors, that the actors actually had 27 exits and entrances between. Oh, my goodness. Right? So the audience would pick a room to see a show, and after they saw a room, they'd switch, and they'd see the next room, and the actors would do the whole thing again. Wow. So we wrote that in a month. The two of us and cast it and put it up, you know, within <laughs> three months. And it was just this fabulous experience that we all had because we built it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it was it was just a blast. And it's a comedy. We always wear comedies. You yeah. Know? That's great. So that's awesome. Yeah. Have you found the improv comedy troops around Charlotte yet? I've heard of them and I I I did go see one uh one but there's there's something. Do you know of some that you could recommend? So I'm blanking on the names of them currently. Yeah, but there is one mm-hmm. that's made up of mostly Christians, and so it's all pretty clean. Okay, so yeah. it's like family friendly. 
Oh, good. And I think that's in Charlotte. Improv Charlotte. Improv Charlotte. Mm-hmm. Yes, and friends, friends of ours right. have, over, and even Queen City people. I think. I think there's some Queens. Yes. That's where the church I'm at. That's right. Yeah, that's. that's yeah, so fun. Kelly goes to church with Jess. Yeah, I do. Um, I do. That's who, how we met. Unfortunately, is not sitting with us right this second. Yeah, y'all can pray for Jess. She had a little bit of a fender bender. So yeah. Um, but <laughs> um, anyhow, so yeah, great. So that that last project you did before you moved from Indiana, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's right. And so what exactly is it you're doing here now? What am I doing here now? Well, that is hilarious, you know, because <laughs> I I came here with all that, you know, identity, really. And I think when you work in the theater, you collect a lot of sets and props. Mm-hmm. And um, I had a lot of time on my hands with some of the older kids off to college and some off to school. And I started to sort of mess with uh props and things and I started to create art and I didn't realize I was doing that. I just thought I was meditating on the concept of identity crisis and mm-hmm. taking off heads of statues and switching them and just being silly. And um, through uh, fortunate events, I, I met Eva Crawford, who is a local artist who you guys have to know. <laughs> if you don't know Eva Crawford, her art is amazing. Okay. And uh, she came to my house, and that's another story. But when she came to my house, I just wanted to meet her because she's so lovely. Mm-hmm. And she walked around my house and said, uh, you know, what's this piece? You know, like a, a mirror, you know, one of those Victorian mirrors slapped on a on a dog's, that I found dog painting, you know, I'm like, yeah. oh, it's just identity. I'm working with identity. And she goes, no, th- this is visual art. I go, no, 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 no. This is just me just playing. Just being silly. Yeah. yeah. And she looked at all the pieces and said, no, these have got to get into a gallery. Wow. And that's what happened. She made that her mission to get wow. 15 pieces that I didn't realize were pieces yeah. into an art gallery. So I've been hanging out with a lot of artists. Mm-hmm. And so that's kind of a new so crowd, new. right? Crazy new. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I'm going to galleries and... Um, opening my mind to that mm-hmm. aspect. So I'm kind of dabbling in art. You're like an accidental artist. I'm an accidental artist. That's really cool. <laughs> but um, <sighs> I think, you know, we, we love to do what we do, and the Father doesn't waste any anything, Mm-mm. you know, that he's poured into us. And so perhaps, you know, being here, my instinct still is to gather talent mm-hmm. and to find talent. And because I've been placed strategically too in the art community, um, the last thing I worked on in November mm-hmm. was uh, I wanted to give these artists an outlet. So with that mindset of inhabit theater, finding space, giving them a new space to do galleries, uh, I met Tracy who owns Summerbird, and that's a gorgeous boutique next to uh, Noda. Mm-hmm. Notice Amelie's, and she has this beautiful boutique. And she said, "If you ever want to use it for an event, let me know." And I said, "Well, what about a pop-up art show?" And she said, "Sure, why not?" Mm-hmm. So wow. I, <laughs> I gathered some artists, and we came up with the theme "Plastic Perspective." And mm-hmm. seven different artists put uh, together their way of of viewing plastic through their art. And we wow. had a huge turnout. We got a grant. We had free wine, and it was. It was it was a blast. That's you make great. it all sound so easy, Kelly. I'm not gonna lie. Mm. Is Ma- it? Uh, I don't know. I 
I guess it felt it felt like it was in a flow. Um, yeah, a yeah. flow because God even provided uh, this young woman, Amber Ellis, mm-hmm. kind of like Janelle. Like you meet someone, mm-hmm. it's a kindred. You know that you know you're supposed to yeah. work with them. Yeah, and uh, that happened, and she was my my mm-hmm. partner in this whole thing. So there's and she introduced the word flow, you know. Mm-hmm. And so Amber Ellis and Eva, two of the young women I, I mentioned to you. We're going to New York and on Friday, and we're going to go see art, and we're going to go see plays, oh, and awesome. we're going to feed our souls. And yeah, yeah, it's you great. know, I've been in nonprofits for the last ten years, and so when you say we got a grant, <laughs> I'm like, did you? <laughs> yeah. How'd that happen? You know, that's another story. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because there's a place called Creative Mornings. Uh, there's a chapter of Creative Mornings around the world, mm-hmm. and there's one in Charlotte, and it's sponsored by Charlotte is Creative. Matt Olin and, and Tim Miner they head up the chapter, and I, after going to a Creative Mornings event, which is once a month, where it's about three to five hundred creatives that go for free breakfast. There's a free speaker. Um, I went to that, and that was like my church because it felt, oh, I felt like I was coming alive, meeting kindreds, and Mm -hmm. it was just wonderful. And uh, I I made it my mission to meet Tim Miner and Matt Olin because they were they were like the pastors, right? But Mm -hmm. um, and I did. I I walked up to them, and and my strategy was to give them. um, an army man and my business card. And I said, you know, we need to talk about this. Uh, just give me a call. And I did that three months in a row. Gave him a different sized army man, gave him a magnetic army man. <laughs> and finally, Tim Miner reached out and said, what's this about the army what's man? What's the army man? Let's yeah. have coffee. And we did. And uh, I pitched an idea that didn't go over well, but he invited me to write for their online magazine, The Biscuit. Mm-hmm. And so cool. And that's been a, a, another way, an outlet wow. for meeting creatives. I love listening to Kelly talk about this pretty spontaneous lifestyle she lives as an artist where she's able to just engage when ideas come about and she makes connections. She's able to go to New York with her husband on a business trip and meet her friends and go to all the shows. And you know why? Because they have been smart with their money. You can't do those things without money. And sometimes it's really tricky to get your finances in order or even know where Mm -hmm. to start. Mm -hmm. It's Um, true. Sometimes, you know, I graduated college, had some student loans to pay off, moved to Mexico on the mission field, was raising support. I didn't know where to start, yeah. but I wanted to travel and I mm-hmm. wanted to go on trips and go to New York. And so just being able to have someone there to help me know how to start saving and know what to do with my money would have been so important 10 years ago, but it's not too late to start now. And so now I'm trying to do that. And David Gebhardt with the Gebhardt Sleep Group has been an incredible resource to all of us here at the Collective yes. Podcast. Yeah. And we hope he has been to you as well. So if you want to go plan that trip to New York or just do something with your money that feels productive, he can help you get started. Yeah. We hope you will give Dave um, a shout and ask him for just some creative tips. Like that's one thing Kelly um, exudes is creativity. And so I know there will be simple ways and creative ways um, that Dave will give to you to help you with your finances. So give Dave a shout. All the information you need to get in touch with Dave is in our show notes. You've said... Like you've said the word strategy, you said flow, hmm. you said identity, hmm. um, and then you just 
you just shared that story about taking risk. Mm. And I just, I keep thinking to myself, like what, because so much of this goes back to identity and really knowing, like knowing who you are in the Lord, knowing the things that he's gifted you with, being confident in that, taking risk. How, what do you feel like the Lord has taught you and what is he teaching you now about your, your identity in him? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think that we all probably hit that crisis, crisis of faith, Mm -hmm. identity crisis. Um, And in that crisis is when he shows up. Mm -hmm. Um, So being uprooted and moving, I'm 48 Mm -hmm. and uh, comfortable knowing who I knew, comfortable going into a coffee shop and people going, K-Stall, hey, you know, how are you? And then coming here and it's quiet. And um, I suppose he, uh, you know, he is the same. He he is the same wherever I go. And there is a understanding too that no matter what happens to me, no matter if I get in a fender bender or, you know, I, I become a mom or I move, uh, he doesn't take our gifts away, mm-hmm. you know? And, and the whole, I would say, uh, I did that art gallery piece and I called it Identity Crisis, but the end of it, I had a hope piece based on the verse, you know, if I remain in him and him in me, I will bear much fruit mm-hmm. apart from him. I will bear nothing. And that to me is the key of, um, you know, navigating crisis, identity Mm -hmm. crisis, remaining in him and and being content. You know, I was dabbling in discontent because I think that's the root of identity crisis. Yeah, it's that intimacy, Mm -hmm. you know, remaining in him, abiding, that kind of indicates to me like Mm -hmm. closeness and intimacy. Mm -hmm. Um, And so that... That always just kind of makes me feel like, okay, if you are close to him, you see him. Yeah. And once you see him, I know I sound like a broken record sometimes, mm-hmm. but I just want our listeners to understand yeah. if you want to know who you are, mm-hmm. you have to know who God is. Yeah. And so that's good. You know, I think you've just said it again, mm-hmm. like that mm-hmm. closeness, remaining in him, abiding in him. Yeah. That was the key. Yeah. To bringing hope into an identity crisis. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, and I'll, I'll, I'll send you a picture of the last piece of art that was up, but it's, I basically took marquee letters. I broke a bunch of mirrors and put broken mirrors in a framed mirror, and then I put marquee letters, and the words were remain in me, and I dropped the letters in the word me. I stretched out me, and when you drop remain in me, it says remain mine. Oh, cool. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. Listeners will put that on her. <laughs> On her, uh, sh- on her page, the finale yeah, of our website yeah. for her for yeah. her episode. Yeah, wow, Kelly, that's amazing. Yeah. So hmm. you clearly are a deep thinker oh. and a connected person with Holy Spirit. So what yeah, is God you. showing you right now? Gosh, uh, uh, thank you. I, I I'm glad that I'm portraying that. There's so many. <laughs> I'm actually quite quirky and also silly. So I'm, I think just because a microphone is in my face. Do you feel very serious right oh now? Oh my gosh, I feel so serious. <laughs> you can be as silly as you like. <laughs> well, it's just, you know, yeah. uh, I'm, I'm, in the, I'm in the flow of, <laughs> there you go. of being centered. So the question was, 
remind me one more time. What What is God showing you right now? Ugh, what is He showing me? Well, you know, you know how like Januarians like to come up with a word, you know, for the for the year. Wait, hold please. Januarians. Januarians. I'm one of those. Okay, I was like, what's a January? I just and learned then I that. <laughs> I just learned that on Instagram today. Oh my, my friend gosh. Kelly Cohen. She she. Coined that, and I told her I was going to steal it. So I am one. Are you? That is. Oh, are you? I think so. so uh, okay. Are you about to diss them? Maybe I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm not. No, no, no. <laughs> oh I'm, my I, am, I am. I am. So going to encourage you to absolutely. No, I think that there is a word that's that's simmering in my head, and I think it's going to tie into what what maybe the Lord's doing in this next mm-hmm. season. And but I hold it open because who knows, right? Yeah. Um, but the women I'm going to go to New York with, the people that the Father has really brought me alongside that I get to know in this season, we want to do another pop-up gallery, you know? And the new theme that we're toying with is what makes you cry. And so as I'm... Because I think that's important uh, for us to pay attention to. Mm-hmm. What makes us cry yeah. mm-hmm. will bring us to, um, you know, just notice beauty, you yeah. know? And so as I'm thinking about that, the word that, that has popped is the word sadati. And I don't even know if I'm saying the word right. It's a Portuguese word, and it's not easy to define. Sadati is um, uh, like, a, like a longing for something that was or longing for something that never was given, or it is uh, used when describing someone that has passed away, you know? But it's a concept more than the English you know, language can put on it and so that's the word I'm focusing on is because it's kind of like what when you listen to a song mm-hmm. and, and you just know that you know you got this response because it, it knows you mm-hmm. the song knows you right yeah that's Sadati like that makes me cry when I see a fantastic piece of theater wow yeah. you know that reflects truth mm-hmm. right and mm-hmm. so anyway when choirs sing right is like, that, yeah. yeah yeah for me for I sure love that. yeah like that in tune Oh yeah, for yeah. sure. Amen. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I guess it could make you cry. If but it's like that, right? That effort of the group mm. and the sound, the bigness of the sound mm. of all those voices coming together, yeah. it never fails. That a loud choir yeah. makes me tear up. I was a choir pay, kid, oh. so like maybe that's part of it. Well, but pay attention to that. Yeah, because before you were a choir kid, you you probably had that mm-hmm. knowledge yeah. that there was power in that. For sure. It's, uh, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think like what I don't know what makes you cry, Michaela. <laughs> I I mean I think there's a lot of things. I when you said that I was like wow that's so that's so powerful because. Mm-hmm. Um, the father made us with emotion and, yeah. you know, I think a lot of times I'm a seven on the Enneagram. And yeah. so I've learned over time to really, um, to take more time to sit in my pain hmm. and not, um, get distracted yeah. from it and not steer away from it. Cause that's like indicative of a seven is like anything other than feeling pain, I would prefer to feel, oh. but I've learned that, God is so present to me in whatever season and whatever feeling mm. I'm experiencing. And so to be able to really, really you know, connect with emotion, like crying, um, is a really powerful thing because Holy Spirit speaks so much mm. in that. But it's not always from pain. No. And so 
I mean, I think, yeah, I think music moves me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, people, mm-hmm. grief. Yeah. You know, all, like, I just, um, I'm really, like, trying to be present to allowing mm-hmm. the tears to be what they are yeah. um, in my life currently. So, yeah. um, you're not a, you're not a crier for sure. Yeah, it's a new day. Yeah. I'm totally embracing those. I'm not either. I'm not either. And it's shocking too when you cry because something's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like I live for those moments. Like we live for those those cry laugh moments. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't you? Yeah. Don't you? For sure. Like when you can't stop. Oh, you know? totally. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. The three yeah. of us know those moments. Do you well. know that? Oh, oh yeah. man. <laughs> I can't wait for that to happen in Charlotte, you know, yes. where I find my people that I yeah. cry laugh yes. with. Yeah. I miss that emotion. But yeah. the, but to cry when something's beautiful, yeah. that's something worth paying attention for to, sure. isn't it? Yep. Our pastor Definitely. said something yesterday. Hmm. Um, our emotions are for loving him back. Hmm. I felt like that was so profound and especially yeah. what wait, what's your Enneagram number? I was thinking for oh. fours, that's significant. Hey, I I am in denial that I am a one. <laughs> I identify <laughs> as a four. And I and I'm really close to I, I think that when I took the Enneagram, I, I don't know how to I always assign my actors the Enneagram. I say take it because I want to know your personality. I want to know yeah. how to yeah. work with you. And then Midway through the rehearsal process, I have them take it again as their character, so that they can <gasps> think, whoa. right? Like, like why that line didn't make sense, or why they're struggling with that relationship in the in the script. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh, what an amazing tool the enneagram would have been in acting school. Oh, I wish yeah. I'd known it. Well, mm-hmm. now you do. Holy you do. smokes, you know that now. You know, yeah. and so. That's um, awesome. Yeah, so I took it. I took it several times, and I got a one. And I, I and my daughter does not. My daughter's a. She's getting her master's in psychology, so she loves to tell me new things about myself. And one is, "Mom, you're a four. You're not a one. <laughs> and I, I, I kind of agree. Like mm. that's more. And I love sevens. Just for mm-hmm. the record, I love sevens. Yeah, yeah. I love your visionary and your go get them attitude. That seven in me loves that you love. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> And the three in me is like, what do you love about threes? Oh, I do love threes. <laughs> oh, yeah, you you threes. I'm totally kidding. You guys are loyal. Nope. 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 I got my gram wrong. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's all good. Oh, my goodness. So, oh, Kelly, wow. I I adore you, and I really hope we can stay friends in real life. Oh, please, yeah. I, please. What um, What do you want to let our listeners know? Mm. Like, what's the one thing, like, if you mm. could drop wisdom on our audience who are people who clearly care about things like creativity mm. and identity mm. and life in Christ, uh, mm. like, what could you, like, what's the big thing that God has shown you mm. that you want to drop on these people? Yeah, I, I, I don't feel very confident in that and giving an answer. How about I, I want to share my journey with trying to comprehend the love of Christ. Okay. Right? Mm. I, I don't think I've gained a lot of ground in that, you know, but when we get a glimpse of his love uh, for us or we get the the concept drop that he is love, he's not even an aspect of love, mm-hmm. he's love, that, uh, that, that I think uh, could kick the door down for us in intimacy, like you said, mm-hmm. and to 
do what he's called us to do mm-hmm. with excellence. That's amazing. Okay. That's good. That's pretty much what I was looking for. Is yeah. that, did I answer yeah. that correctly? Yeah. great. <laughs> because the one in me wants to do, do that right. You got it. <laughs> you so definitely got it. With yeah. you saying that, yeah. do you have just some practical things that you do to, to comprehend that? And like love? Just, yeah, and just to <laughs> discover. Wow. I, I, how about this? Um, how about we, we start to notice together, you know, when when he's revealing that love and we mark it, you know, whether it's with gratitude or Mm -hmm. whether we, you know, write it on a rock or something, but we mark it when we notice because how fast the days can change where we get in a fender bender when something happens unexpected Mm -hmm. and we can whoosh, forget the Mm -hmm. love. So maybe that, and, and stop asking me for guru advice. Okay. All right. Fine. I'm feeling the pressure. How about this? Instead, <laughs> instead of having to play guru, yeah, give us yeah. a, a story mm. of a time that you mm. understood the reality of Christ's love for you. How about that? Okay. Oh boy. All right. Sure. I love that. Um, and you pause. Take time if you want. I guess. Um, you know, Jess was encouraging me to share a story, and the, I'll go with that. I was in the throes of mothering when you nurse, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's all the ding-dong day and I was homeschooling and um, freezing cold Chicago weather and um, longing, Sadati, you know, for that theater uh, connection to do what I used to do, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And probably having a a lively uh, conversation with God with language that's probably not appropriate. And uh, <laughs> I respect that. Thank you. Amen. Mm-hmm. And uh and so within 24 hours of that lively conversation, I had an opportunity to go to New York City. And um it was with Christian Youth Theater's um leader at the time. Uh they were having a huge conference and I was invited to just tag along and I did. I I I I went. My husband took over the kids. I couldn't believe it. And I went to go see lots of Broadway. It was my first time. So I saw Broadway shows. I saw Terrence Howard and James Earl Jones and Felice Richard on stage. And uh, then I went right to another show to see, um, you know, an Irish play that I don't remember. And after seeing these shows, I walked into an Irish bar to meet all of the CYT people. And uh, we walked in to the right the entire actors from that Irish play were mm. sitting and having a beer, and I kind of ditched my my people to go talk to the you know cast and ask them questions about their show and uh, what did that line mean and was that your concept or the director's and ended up having a beer and the guy David Morris ended up winning the Tony as best oh actors so it was like a real vivid but you don't evening. remember the play don't remember the name of the play oh, I'm sorry, okay. sorry sorry oh the name of it the okay. name of the play oh, okay. Right. So, uh, and that night, I just remember dialoguing kind of on the other side of that angry conversation with God about, oh, my life as a mom, all the ding dong day. Um, and saying, hey, I thought you were going to bring me to New York to kind of smack my hand and tell me to get over it and get back and be a mom. And, and, and instead, I heard so clearly in my head uh, story matters. Mm-hmm. Jesus was a masterful storyteller, too. Um, and it was like validating. Mm-hmm. And that was enough for me to chew on. And that felt like love because it was kind. Mm-hmm. It was the kindest thing that he could have said to me when I was anticipating, yeah. go back home, 
be a wife, be a mom. He was validating something he put in me, and it was very kind of him to let me know at that time. That's so Mm -hmm. sweet. There you go. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of times we do expect God to slap us on the hand. Mm. You know, like if we have a skewed perspective of, or mm-hmm. if we carry any form of shame, right? You know, uh, mm-hmm. or a skewed perspe- perspective of who God is, mm-hmm. but that's so not how He handles us, is it? I, I think, mean, I guess sometimes we get corrected, mm-hmm. but He's not that like stop it kind of mm-hmm. smack you on the on the hand kind of God. He is so kind and gentle. I think with that's us. why moms or or anyone. Gosh, I just I'm singling out the moms because I remember that time being so. Mm-hmm. Difficult, Mm -hmm. you know, you're by yourself, you're towing so much. Community is so important, yeah, so that we can remind each other of, hey, (laughs) that's not that doesn't sound like God, you know, (laughs) that sounds like shame, right? Um, right, to call that out because I obviously was deprived of, you know, just being social and getting Mm -hmm. away, you Mm -hmm. know. So I get to go to New York again. That's so exciting. Uh, Friday, you know? Wow. I'm excited about that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. What shows are you going to see? Oh, I've got it all lined up. I'm sure. David Cromer is one of my favorite directors, and so I follow him. I'm going to go see his latest show. I don't remember the name of it either. Can you see a a theme Theme. with me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. But I can tell you're more about people. I'm about the director. I'm about the actors. Mm -hmm. I got to go see that. Uh, My husband wants to see Moulin Rouge. It's a spectacle. My friend actually did the light design, so I'm all about supporting that. That's great. Um, And then I really wanted to see Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf, but that's not till March. Bummed about that because Laurie Metcalf's my favorite actress, and she's in that. But I'm going to go see... um, uh, Mockingbird to Kill a Mockingbird. Oh, Ed, Ed Harris wow. just took over the role of Jeff Bridges, so we're excited oh, about that. We'll see. We'll that's see. That's so fun. So three shows. It's Wait, very so your indulgent. husband's Great. going with the girls? No. Oh, oh yeah. So Tim, Tim Stahl, that's my husband. He works for Lowe's, mm-hmm. and um, he has to go out there for a big conference. Gotcha. So we are going to go to shows Friday night, Saturday matinee, Saturday evening, and then my friends Eva and Amber fly out Saturday. Oh, and fun. take over Sunday Monday to That's go so do good. art things. You know, yeah. isn't Love that crazy? It. It's okay. Kelly Bueller's day off. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh my gosh! That's yeah. so exciting. Totally. Oh, gosh, oh Kelly, it, it has been just a delight oh, to talk mm-hmm. with you. I feel mm-hmm. like our time has just like oh. flown out the window. I feel like I've been on a date and I talked the whole time. But that's what you're supposed to okay. do. Okay. We want to hear from you. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thank you. So good. And Thanks. we're gonna leave. Um, notes for people to know where to find you okay. and where to find your art thank and you check out yeah. all the cool stuff you talked about thank you yeah i would love to uh, yeah i'm i'm here to make friends so awesome yeah i want to know you guys too and i want to know these people the yeah. listeners the listeners mm-hmm. so listeners if you want to get in touch with kelly you can email us at hello at collectedworkshops.com we'll be happy to pass your your uh, email along to her just to keep that simple for you guys. You know that email address. We say it enough, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah, thanks for being with us, Kelly. Thanks for having me, guys. I don't know if anybody has personified that idea of creativity being in us so much as Kelly has. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's like it, it can't help but come out of her. And I think that it's in us just as much as it is in her, mm-hmm. 
we all just express it in different ways. I think we just recognize it in the arts so much more than we do, you know, a spreadsheet or a, a lesson plan, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but the whole accidental artist and that that was all centered around identity mm-hmm. blew me away. That she she didn't even realize what she was doing. She was just processing and playing. And the Lord ended up showing her, like, you are not what you create. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're mine. Mm. That's who you are. And yet what she created took her to the next season of life mm-hmm. in a new place with new people. So mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. And I love how through that, God showed her this definition of identity mm-hmm. being that he is the same wherever she is. Yeah. yeah. So that wraps up identity because yeah. God mm-hmm. never changes and he is in us. Yeah. And connecting that back to creativity being in us, he is the creator, the creative God. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so when we're rooted in that mm-hmm. and identity being in him, who is always the same. Yeah. That's awesome. We can create more freely because it's we always have it. Yeah. Yes. That's so true. Yes. It doesn't change. That's such a common theme. Um, whenever, you know, I mean, I've taken like almost 20 trips to Kenya over the years. And a lot of those trips included hosting and leading and guiding people who've never traveled outside the United States before. And it, and it was always such a cool um, thing to watch. There were two things people always realized. Oh, these poor, quote unquote, air quotes, poor people are so happy. And then the other thing that they always realize is, He's the same God mm-hmm. on the other side of the planet as mm-hmm. he is in the United States. And that's so true. He is who he says he is. Anywhere you go, anyone, any, whoever you are, mm-hmm. he is the great I am. And mm-hmm. that is the end on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. One thing that Kelly said a, a few times in her interview was the word flow. Mm-hmm. And I think... Again, going back to identity, when we're aware of who we are, there's a freedom Mm -hmm. that comes in our conversations, in our interactions with people, in knowing God's favor for us. Um, She shared about her friend and she was like, I became aware of the flow Mm -hmm. and how there's so much ease and how you can flow in your creative gifting. And I just, that was really encouraging for me. Um, and, and I just, I pray that for listeners, you guys have a, a greater awareness of your ability to flow creatively yeah. um, in, in who you are. So yeah. Man. Well, we hope you have a great week. I have an idea. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> if you don't believe that you're creative or you struggle to get in touch with your true creative nature or your true identity in Christ, that is why Collected exists. Yeah, We are passionate about helping believers understand who they are in Christ and that they were created by a creator for a purpose, on purpose. <laughs> and so if you are in a community of, of women or a mixed community that might benefit from a workshop or a retreat. We do those events anywhere you are. We can come to you. And we would love to start a conversation about 
hosting a Collected Workshop or Retreat. So please email us at hello at collectedworkshops.com if you want to learn more about that. We would love to be able to work with you to help you and your community understand the way that God designed us to be creative, to partake in creativity with Him for the sake of cultivating the culture of heaven here on earth. Mm. That is good. Amen. Listeners, we love you so much. Yes. And I want to remind you, we mentioned this last week too, um, for our patrons, if you've been thinking of your word of the year, if God has given you that, um, email it to us because I am doing a special gift from Spreza, my lettering company to you where I will letter that for you. So please remember to email me that. And there are a few different options. If you check out the Patreon page, I've given some details about some things you can choose between uh, for your design. So if you are not a patron, please get Mm -hmm. on there and support us for as little as a dollar a month because it it keeps the sound on over here. Yeah. (laughs) And if the sound gets turned off, you don't get to listen to us anymore. Uh Yeah, but thanks for listening, everyone. We appreciate you. We'll Mm -hmm. see you back here next week. Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you would help spread the word. Check back here for weekly episodes dropping every Thursday. You can follow Collected on social media at Collected Workshops. The Collected Podcast is also on Patreon at patreon.com slash thecollectedpodcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Become a patron for as little as $1 a month to gain access to bonus content, early bird ticket sales, exclusive contests, and more. You can also find Tia at Tia McNelly Notes, Jess at Spreza Foundry, and Michaela at The Creative Space NC. Collected proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya, a nonprofit working to prevent and support unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. The Collected Podcast is brought to you by the Gebhardt Sleep Group at Baird Financial, delivering personalized financial advice that helps clients reach their long-term goals. Visit gebhardtsleepgroup.com or see our show notes for links and to learn more. The Collected Podcast is recorded and edited by Jacob Early. Music is by Asaf Alon.